Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic U Media, featuring radio. TV, webinars, and live events worldwide. And today, presenting interviews with Authentic You, with your host, Jeffrey Miller, author, international speaker, and also known as The Interventionist. And now, here's Jeff. Enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for listening in to our interviews with Authentic You, brought to you by Authentic You Media, Authentic You Radio. And I am... In pleasure today to have with me the founder of Authentic U Radio as co-host for interviews with Authentic U, Michelle Abo, celebrity numerologist. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Jeff. Thank you for having me on the show today. I'm, I'm so excited to have uh, both numerology and astrology, my two favorite things, so it's going to be a good show. It is going to be a phenomenal show. You're absolutely right. And thank you for being here as founder of Authentic You Media. And I am very, very pleased and happy to be your partner in that as well. From a business standpoint, we are launching it and getting things really up and going with phenomenal shows. Today is a special day, as you've mentioned, Michelle. We have one of our great hosts, Janet Hickox has many, many followers in our network and beyond, and many people go to Janet on a weekly basis, not only due to her show, but other than that, as she is a spiritual astrologer, a numerologer, and a speaker. Also a former metaphysical bookstore owner, Janet has been interested in all things spiritual, including astrology, numerology, Mayan astrology, the Mayan calendar, and a course in miracles for the past 20 years. She studied biology and chemistry at Western Washington University and has a career experience in sales and sales management. This unique background has helped Janet blend the world of the left brain and that of the right, creating an appreciation for the esoteric and the physical world. Wow. According to Janet, her destiny is to raise the vibration of the planet by helping people connect to their destiny and their life purpose. Her tools are astrology in its various forms and also numerology. Janet's specialty is the destiny profile, which acts as a roadmap to the soul's desire, its shadow and wounding, and the gifts and talents incarnated with, which enables someone to connect fully with their destiny and life path. As Tumanic in Maya astrology and Gemini in the Western astrology, Janet is able to take complex subjects and make them easy to understand for everyone. Her goal is to have participants in a seminar or reading connect to their passion and joy and have it validated to their charts for them. That is fantastic. Michelle, you know, working with Janet for a long time, uh, what she is able to do with a person in astrology, the numerology, and also as a speaker has been fantastic. Today, having you on the show, also as a numerologist, a celebrity numerologist, is going to be a wonderful, wonderful show, folks. Janet, welcome to Interviews with Authentic You. We're very pleased to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be with you, too. Uh, two of my favorite radio people. And, of course, my favorite two subjects, astrology and numerology. Well, how fantastic is that? And we have, of course, as you know, Michelle with us, which is going to be make for some very, very, very wonderful conversation. Uh, I can't wait to get the two of you going back and forth between the numerology and the, <laughs> the, the spirituality of astrology, et cetera. It's going to be such fun. So i got to start with, if I might, um, I'm going to have Michelle really talk to you about, you know, what exactly is astrology and get that out. And I know a lot of people say, wait a minute, we know what astrology is. Do they really? Do they really understand spiritual, the spiritual aspect of it and how the, the numerology transforms over? So, Michelle, go right ahead. Talk to Janet. 
I will because I, you know, I'm a big fan of astrology because I always say to people, you know, uh, if they've had an astrology reading and then they come to me for a numerology reading, they say, wow, you know, it's so um, accurate in terms of the reading I just had with astrology. And I said, of course, because it's just another way to see the energy. So I find that all of these tools are very similar in that they're just another way to see the energy or see the truth of things. And so I'm a, I always look to astrology, and I'm always asking Janet, you know, what's going on with the energies right now? <laughs> and I want to get her, I want to get her perspective because I think, you know, um, sometimes it's it's not always, um, you know, beneficial to see it through just one lens all the time. So, so yeah, I'm, and they I, work I really love well to your definition. Well, yeah, they do. They absolutely really do. The, yeah, the 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 two are not mutually exclusive at all, and I think they um, sort of build upon each other. In, in fact, the reason I use uh, numerology is sometimes if there's something that I'm not quite seeing, um, maybe I'm not seeing it clearly or I don't get the full picture, then I will also pull in that person's numbers. And I see that the numbers sort of, at least from my standpoint, bring in sort of some of the more subtle energies that are going on with someone and make them a little more personal than what you might think of as just by their sun sign or how the planets are, you know, uh, um, working together in somebody's chart. So they definitely, one validates the other, and uh, I think they can can support each uh each of uh, the person's goals in finding out what's going on for them or what their their life path is leading them to. Yes, you know, that's just it, and that's kind of why I consult with you sometimes because I know you sometimes get into the deeper things and uh, the more intricate details. But I do want you to kind of give us an overview of what astrology really is and what the, the science, and okay. I always call it a science too, because it is a science. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of like numerology. It's a science. But then, after you do that, I really, really want to know, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners want to know, what the heck is up with the energies right now? Because I've had not only myself, but other people saying there's something major going on the past several days, at least the past several days. But So please do that, and then please tell us what's going on, because <laughs> I would love to know. <laughs> Jeez, I could talk the whole show about what's going on, because for God's sakes, it has been one crazy ride. But to go back mm-hmm. to your first question about, you know, what is astrology? Well, you know, it is the world's oldest science, and it predates any of the other sciences by a, a thousand years, perhaps in that um even in you know Egyptian times and even before that they were they were always watching the stars and even uh the thing that that really interested me in the Maya in the first place was that the fact that they were kind of the first ones to put together the mathematical relationship uh to the planetary movements and um to me that's just fascinating that you know 5000 years ago people were we're already aware of how the planets affect our lives here on Earth. And I think it was a, a Greek philosopher who said, uh, as above, so below, and basically meaning that, you know, we are in a we're not a we're in a macrocosm here and that you can't separate us from uh any other of the things that are going on around us energetically, including the movements of the planets. And it's not, you know, people sometimes ask me, you know, how does the planet cause something to happen in your life? And it, it, there's not a cause and effect relationship so much as you get an idea of archetypically what energy is available and how that energy can be used by you as an individual uh, to guide you along your life map or your life path which I can see in an astrology chart. And in reality, you know, the planets are all mathematically um, arranged to each other uh, from your birth. And then, of course, now they're moving through the sky and creating new angular relationships with those planets and um, the planets as they were in your natal chart. So that really drives a whole lot of information for me as an astrologer into what is going on with you as an individual. And then there's a whole other you know, vein of astrology where the people that are doing charts are really looking at the overall pattern. What's going on with humanity? You know, what's going on from the bigger picture? You know, I don't get so much into the bigger picture as I do get into what it is it for you. How does the bigger picture uh, relate to you as an individual? Because I think that's where... Well, for me, that's just where the juiciness is, right? That that helping someone to connect with what their destiny is, 
um, or getting somebody uh, realigned because it's real easy for us to get misaligned, I guess you could say, and get off our path. And sometimes when we think we're off our path, we're really on our path. And so I really love that part of the astrology um, work that I do is, is connecting with those people on an individual basis. And, you know, going going to what's going on right now, oh, my gosh, where do I start? Um, you know, I remember... Oh, gosh, five years ago, people were all up in arms. You know, the end of the Mayan calendar's coming, and it spells doom, and and uh, and I, I didn't buy into that ever. So I began studying the whole Mayan calendar, and uh, which led me to Mayan astrology, which is a totally different animal from the astrology we use. You would think that it would be very similar to ours in that the Mayas were, the Mayan people were very much, uh, into charting the planets and their movements, but the planets don't even show up in their astrology except for the planet Venus, perhaps. And um, so as I started looking at all of this information, I realized that people were really hyped up around the um, astrological influences for 2012, but in reality what I could see was that it was 2011 and 2013 um, both, you know, on either side of the 2012 year, that were going to be the most energetic uh, from us as a, for us as a as a uh, as a planet. And sure enough, it has really shown us to be that way. Particularly this year, from about oh, I'm going to say April on, it has just been one major intense configuration in the sky to the next. And, you know, we're actually kind of opening up right now into sort of a breathing room, maybe, you know, the next couple of weeks before we get into the autumn and where we start sliding into a whole nother set of, of eclipses and Uranus-Pluto squaring um, configurations Uh-oh. that create a lot of stress and pressure. I know. It's like, this take a breath now, people. Relax now because... I think you only have a couple more weeks before it starts getting more intense again. What's and God, here I go, Michelle. I just looked at the clock and it's one one one. How is that? Uh, there you go. Janet, what's yeah. up with the September fifth? What's changing on September fifth? Well, September fifth is actually the new moon, right? That's ah, the day that's of the what... new moon. Okay. Yeah. Is so and uh, astrology based on, you know, you said what, three, four, five thousand years ago, and I did not realize, by the way, that the Mayans didn't actually have the planets in there. That's amazing when you think about it, as as accurate as they were with everything else. But astrology, from what all I've read about it, and I never understood it that well until meeting you, Janet, and working in the network and producing your shows along with Michelle you know, all that was comprised of it. It's amazing. It's like several systems of divination, actually. And I was doing some reading on it. It says it's based on the premise that there is a relationship between astronomical phenomena and events in the human world. Now, is that just us in the West that look at it that way, or do people across the planet, you know, East and West and et cetera, is everybody looking at it that way, do you think? I think everybody's looking at it that way. I think it's you know, the only people that really have a problem with any of this are your purely scientific types because okay. they want the facts, you know, and they want to relate everything to a reason, you know, a cause and effect kind of thing that's provable. And, you know, astrology, because it is really a very intuitive, um, I guess you could call it an intuitive science. I think I could get away with that. Uh, oh, you're it, right. It, it, it sort of defies those scientific premises of proof and hypotheses and theory and all that kind of stuff. And um, But it, that does not mean that it is not workable in our world. It does not mean that you're not under the influence of it at all. And, you know, really the um, the idea kind of cracks me up because, you know, thousands of years ago, People were using this all over the world. You know, the Chinese have their own system of astrology. In India, right. they were very much into this. I mean, the the Arabic people originally had an astrology as well that um, we even use today in doing an astrology chart. If you have ever had anybody talk to you about the part of fortune or the part of spirit or, or things like I that, haven't. that's all from Arabic. Wow. Right, that's Arabic astrology. So. We we really have a um, a knowing that there's something a connection between the cosmos 
and uh, the earth uh, and humanity. And it's only been in our Western mind, I think, where we somehow separated ourselves as apart from the universe or the cosmos that we got into trouble, right? That separation is what caused that trouble. When you look at the Chinese, the way the Chinese look at it, uh, and I know it's probably not specific to the Chinese, however, there's your Eastern or your Asian, and their philosophy is the theory of the three harmonies, which is the heaven, earth, and man, and using concepts such as the yin and the yang, the five phases, the ten celestial stems, etc. And that's amazing stuff to read, and we in the West don't look at it that way at all, like you said. We're just like, you know, however... It is an art form and it is scientific. Therefore, it has to be taken seriously. And as you know, <laughs> and Michelle knows, and I know, people do. And more and more and more, yes. I think, as, as we go through the shift of the ages of change and what's happening in our, our opening of our, our, our third eye, so to speak, and an understanding of that that we need to know from our past, you know, the, the, the sole purpose, as Michelle gets into, which we'll talk about with numerology, and you do as well, Janet. Uh, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, to me, it's, all, it's you know, all the cosmos and the, and the, to me, there's a magic in it all. I guess that's the biggest word that I could come up with is that it's that, magical that exactly in how. That's why our Western culture probably debuted it and said, this is, this is magic, this is witchcraft, this is, this is stuff you can't believe in because it goes against the church. I mean, oh gosh, you know. you know, and I, I, I have so been, I have been so lucky because I have not run up against that very often. But there have been people, very, you know, religious types, who will, you know, say that I'm doing something that's horrible or evil or of the devil. And I just, you know, I, I just can't stress enough how, even in the Bible, <laughs> the stars were being watched. I mean, who do you think that? What do you think the three wise men were following? They were following oh, exactly. a star. That's right. right. They they got this information through astrology. Based on a yeah. time so and a birthday. Exactly. A time and a birthday. Yeah. And a place, right? They knew it was somewhere in the east. And um that that puts it squarely in the realm of astrology. And uh to me that, that makes it something that uh transcends religion. It transcends all of the dogmatic type of things that people want to bring into it. Um, it truly is something magical, and if you just allow yourself to be inspired by it, uh, then you can really see, you know, the connections that can be made, both through numbers and astrology. Right, and I think exactly. it's interesting, the Mayan astrology, just to throw this out, is also based on numbers. Uh, every, you know, their system was a, uh, basically a base 20 uh, system. Every They had 20 personality signs. And then the number 13 was sacred to them, and so 13 days. So you had a combination of 13 days and 20 personality signs for 260 distinct personality uh, characters. And those were represented by different animals or things like corn or or rain or or storms, things like that. And um, they, they so believed in their astrology that every person was named their name that they would be known as in their society was their astrological day number and sign so that's why you know in my uh, mayan astrology i'm too monique which means too dear or too hand or grasp i guess is the other word that you can come up from uh, the aztecan language and that would be have been my first name that's how people would have known me in that society so everybody had their time and their place. Everybody knew coming into the planet what they were here to do, who they were here to be, and so did their families and their societies. So they were fully supported in what their destinies were. And that's something we're also missing here. I mean, just look at an inner city and you see a bunch of people that don't know what they're here to do. Yeah, they don't, they don't know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's, yes, that's, that's amazing, the carrier. They don't know that they don't know, right? Right, right. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I use that in my coaching as a strategic interventionist, and people say, "Well, I would, I didn't know that." I said, "Well, how would you know that? You just honestly don't know what you don't know." And and it it right. it fall goes full circle with everything in life. If you don't know it, you don't understand it, you can't remember it. Then how are you going to know it unless you choose to learn to remember? And that's what this is about. And when people would like to read and understand the science, the art and science of, of both astrology and numerology, 
they will see, they will see, and all of a sudden there's a resonance. It's like a little drum goes boom, 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 and they'll start to understand a feeling, and that feeling is that that which we have forgotten as humankind. For many, 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 many thousands of years, we have left behind that which we knew. Our, our uh, native uh, species of what we we call Indians because of Christopher Columbus, uh, but they're not. They're native, whether the Americans or whatever whatever continent they come from. As you mentioned, Janet, they know this. It's in their it's in their culture. It's folklore. It's as you said. We each have a given name based on astrology, based on the time and date of birth, and etc. This is fantastic. The mm-hmm. understanding of numerology, um, and and I get the pleasure of, of receiving a phenomenal reading from Michelle. Um, just several days ago, and, and it's like the second one I've received from her. Um, this this one on a actually a different level, taking going further than what she had done originally for me, and I I'm just amazed with the things she's told me there. But they've become feelings that opened up pathways to remembering. All of a sudden, uh-huh. oh, wait a minute. So. Again, I'm going to be happy to go that to that extent with you, Janet, and I'll have to give you all that information specific uh, at another time. We won't be doing that today. And, folks, I, I want to thank you all for all the callers we've got lined up in the queue. We will be getting to you shortly to um, speak with you individually. Uh, we will not be doing readings today. Janet will not be doing readings today, and Michelle will not be doing readings today. This is a an information show. This show is is based on an understanding of that 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 Janet does in astrology, and how she does her astrology, and how she bases her astrology, and that which also Michelle's going to be coming in and discussing how it relates with numerology because they are both numerologists as well. So we want to thank you for being on as listeners, but there will not be any readings today. So I see a few people have dropped off, uh, and that's fine. Uh, but that that show is later on 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific, where you can call in and speak with Gina tonight. And her show tonight is fantastic, folks. So I hope you heard that. <laughs> so, Janet, <laughs> uh, in, in studying up a numerology and astrology a bit, um, I love to I love it of course every bit about it. I mentioned to you earlier and I'm going to read this to our to our listening audience as well because this this really is an amazing statement which I got earlier today. The planets move in exquisite orbital patterns dancing to the music of the cosmos. There is more geometric harmony than we realize. And by the way we do take it for granted if you think about it a lot of us Take the orbits of any two planets and draw a line between the two planet positions approximately every few days because the inner planet orbits faster than the outer an organic pattern emerges, which is in fact geometry. I looked at the, at the illustrations where they've actually charted all the planets and how they spin yeah. relationship to the next smaller planet as they go out from the sun. I have never seen such beautiful, it is the most gorgeous, colorful artwork I've ever seen in my life. It is, it is the God code in every sense of the words. It is numerology because it's geometry, Michelle. Uh, it's everything that Michelle takes right back to when she does a, a numerological reading. It is, it is the God code. There's no question she's going right there. So, Michelle, I'd like to bring you in more on that. And let's talk some about that. I mean, our own solar system, as has been known for thousands of years, and I do believe personally, and people will question my sanity on this one, but I do believe that we all, if we really could understand and remember from our soul's destiny, that we've been here before. And as Janice said, we physically have a reason to be here as well as a spiritual reason and a soul purpose. And when, Michelle, you talk about numerology, you really talk about the sole purpose, and you talk to me and also our other partner in Authentic You, Emily West Sadler, the other evening, both of us, about numerology. And it was amazing how the patterns emerged and how people, you know, the, each, each one of us with our path. But let's talk about how these organic patterns, and they're all geometry, and how it all relates. Ladies, Take the floor because this this should be really good. Well, Michelle. 
Well, I always say numerology is like the language of the universe. I feel like, you know, math and science and, you know, well, mathematics in particular, it's it's like everything can be reduced down to a number. And if you look at the human body, for example, we've got DNA, the DNA code. We've got, you know, things that beat to a certain rhythm like our heart or, um, you know, we've got all these processes within our body that's very mathematical and we're very even in terms of, you know, we have two arms and two legs and everything is very symmetrical and very mathematical. So when I look at numbers, I see them at a deeper level. To me, they're almost like entities and I, I really kind of get a little bit deeper with the numbers than the average numerologist just because I, I see them more as being a pattern or a code than just, you know, strictly a numerological process or something that someone developed as a metaphysical art. So to me, it's more of a science like quantum physics. So, you know, numerologically speaking or speaking in numbers, I really feel like, um, especially now with people seeing numbers everywhere, it's like the fabric of the universe is being revealed to us. So it's really huge right now because this phenomenon of seeing numbers, like Janet was mentioning, she was just speaking and saw 111 on the clock. And so I think it is a code that we come in with. And I feel like, you know, the practice that I've done for 11 years is that when people do see the numbers, they're seeing messages. And it's just one of the ways that we can get messages. And I think if, you know, you're more, I guess, uh, intellectually tuned in, you do see the numbers more. And I do find that, that if, if someone is very intellectual, they will get messages through numbers. And I, I always believe that spirit will speak to us in the best way that we will hear it. And so for me, it's numbers, because I'm very intellectual. I'm a three, and I'm a Capricorn. So I'm just very grounded <laughs> and very all about seeing the, the practical side of things. So when it comes to math and science, and then that's kind of how you get my attention when you give me the facts, right? So definitely, um, you know, numbers for me are so much more than just numbers. And in numerology, we're always working in numbers one to nine. And if you think about numbers in existence, every number that we have that we can work with, whether it be, you know, nine million or 900 or whatever number you're working with, it's created with the numbers one to nine. And also zero, which is more of a symbol than a number. So those nine base patterns are really what make up the universe. And so whether you're looking at your computer or yourself or a table, the atoms uh, are vibrating to a particular pattern, a particular frequency, and they can be represented through the numbers. So for me, they're like a window into the unseen world of energy. Yeah, I think that same way. And I think, you know, that um, there's something extraordinary that happens when you open yourself to that, right, to that energy that um, you can connect to something bigger than yourself and energetically also something that connects us all on the planet. And, you know, you were talking about the magic of numbers with the human body and so forth. I mean, there's that golden ratio, which if you ask me to quote it right now, I probably couldn't. It's like 1.6 something that really governs how everything is put together on this planet. So you have a very scientifically uh, based number that is involved with the magic of how everything, including shells, plants, the ratio of from your elbow to your hand and, and the elbow to your shoulder is put together and how that's the same ratio you find throughout the planet. And to me, it's just it's unbelievably extraordinary and can't be happening just by mere synchronicity or, or uh, what do they, they always say it's like a coincidence or something that these things happen. But you just can't convince me of that because there's so much um, magic to it. But the practical part comes in when I can apply that magic to my own life or to somebody else's, right? That's what you're doing when you're opening the doorway to someone to understand their their numbers. It's connecting the, the magical with the practical and, you know, kind of bridging that gap. Yes. I love that, the practical spirituality. That's what I'm all about. If I can't take something and apply it in my life right now, then I don't want it in, you know, in my sphere of consciousness because it's really about that. I mean, we have real life to deal with. We have bills to pay and kids to take care of and all kinds of things. But, you know, we can't sit on a mountaintop and, and meditate all day, so we need real stuff. And I think it's mo even more crucial right now, especially when everyone is in crisis mode, that we have that. We have the tools and skills that can, um, you know, show us practical.
practical spirituality. Yeah, and I think, you know what, if it was part of your life path, um, Michelle, to be on the mountaintop meditating, then that's where you would be, right? No matter what you would be called to do that. that Yeah, exactly, and that's the beauty of this is that everybody comes with their particular path, and yeah, you as a Capricorn, I just can't imagine that that would have been what you planned out for yourself. You might have come as a Pisces or something like that for for that one, but certainly Capricorn (laughs) would be a difficult energy to sit on a mountaintop meditating. (laughs) Uh Well, I can't even meditate, for goodness sake. You know, people say, oh, you know, you should learn to meditate. I don't have the patience for that, Uh, and not only am I a Capricorn, but I have all three of the physical plane numbers in numerology, so I'm very grounded in the physical, and I just can't get to that place to be able to meditate. But there's so many other ways that you can, you know, access the divine and do what you need to do in order to get to that spiritual uh-huh. place. So it's not necessarily that everyone needs to learn how to meditate properly and that they need to do the, the visualizations and all that stuff because it just doesn't work for me. And, you know, anyone listening, if it doesn't work for you, then that's okay because there are other ways. Exactly. And for me, you know, it's numbers. I mean, that's kind of my meditation every day. You know, I go in and I see what's going on numerically and, I get centered in that. You know, I kind of say, okay, what's, what's the energy of today? What What's my energy? And I get centered in that. So that's kind of like my meditation. You know, yeah, that's amazing. That's exactly that perfect. True. Yeah, that's true, uh, Michelle, in that some people find the form of relaxation, which is what meditation is. It doesn't mean you go into a deep realm of sleep or anything. It means that you go into a place. And it is still divine. There's no question about it. I mean, you talk about the relationship between numbers and a coinciding uh, incident, for example, or something coming up when somebody says, oh, I get this or that, and you do their numbers, and you go, well, that's why this is happening, that's why that's happening. And I've heard you do it a number of times, and it's amazing, you know, and still today in our Western culture, it's looked at as paranormal, the same as astrology, and it's absolutely amazing to me that there is so much closed-mindedness about this, about the both. Because it is proven, it is absolutely proven on a scientific level, it is accepted and believed that the beginning of the total bang, if you want to call it that, was a sound, it was numbers. It was the God code. And it started with the vibration, which you talk about, the vibration of atoms. That's numer- that's, that's numerology. That's numerical. Right. And... In checking, you know, a lot of a lot of times I've looked. I love to read, and I was looking at numerology oh, not too long ago, and it talked about it as being part of an early mathematician's job was to know the numerology. And then all through our culture, we've changed it. But so you would have been, you would have your numerology at, a, at another time, Michelle would have been. You would have been an early mathematician or something. You know, it's amazing. Well, go ahead, Janet. <laughs> Well, thank you for saying that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, numbers are just so, um, for me, it was all about fact with my faith. You know, I always needed proof. I was always that natural scientist. So I didn't necessarily resonate with astrology right away. But then when I learned the numbers and realized, okay, astrology is very similar. It's just another way to see it. And, you know, I've, I've become very, very interested in astrology since I met Janet because Janet is so good at what she does. She really is, in a way... Right. One of those, yeah, you know, she's one of those top-notch people that, like myself, where I see the numbers at a bit deeper level. You also, Janet, see astrology at a deeper level than most astrologers that I've seen. So, you know, it's it's your gift, absolutely. It is definitely my gift. And I think because, too, that's why I, I pretty much call myself a spiritual astrologer or alternatively an intuitive astrologer because it's the ability to blend both that really opens up the doorways that I see for people. And I think that's kind of what you're doing as well. Maybe that's not how you call it, but I'm sure that's exactly how you're doing that, is that there's something you're seeing, the numbers act as your gateway. For me, there's something I'm seeing, and astrology acts as the gateway that um, allows me to express it. Because like you, I also have a lot of that mental energy that says okay i call it my i don't even know if i can get away with saying it but i call it my bullshit meter that it it tells me okay wait a minute this is just too far out i gotta bring this back to the practical before i can make it something uh that works for me and um I find that when I'm working with another individual that I'm doing that same thing i'm bringing it into what makes it useful for them and uh how can i say this so that they really get what I'm talking about and not that it's some far out 
um, thing that you're not connected to that you know only astrologers can understand, <laughs> which drives me crazy when they do that. Um, it's interesting, Janet. Uh, and Michelle, actually, you'll love this one. You know, in the uh, the term numerology was not even a recorded word in the English language before 1907. Is there anything about 1907? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> jeez. But so you were a mathematician prior to 1907. That's it, Michelle. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. But that's interesting that it, that it was 1907 because that actually adds to 17, which 178 is the God code. So uh, it's or the God frequency. <laughs> so that's interesting. And that's wow. that's yeah. what I'm going to write about with my third book is you know the God frequency because that's really you know that 178 frequency is really um, kind of the pathway through which all the other life paths. Uh, branch off so it's the topic of my third book and I I can't wait to write it when I get in a better place with this energy oh my goodness Uh, this past you know and you're so right Janet because everyone was waiting for this whole Armageddon thing in 2012 and I felt the same way that it was this huge build in in 2011 where it was just unbearable I mean that year was like off the charts for so many people where it just felt like Every you know we were being rubbed the wrong way. If you can think of a cat when you know when you rub the cat backwards, they hate it. It was kind of the whole year was like that where we were we were a cat being rubbed the wrong way, and it was just horrible. And then 2012 wasn't as bad, and then t- 2013 has been again off the hook in terms of energy, yes. roller coaster, and feeling like when is this going to stop? I feel like I'm in a washing machine, and I don't know which way is up. <laughs> and so those two years have been just incredible but i think there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel because i really feel next year is going to be like because we're being stripped so clean this year that next year is going to be like there's nothing but up you know because we're so low and it's a seven year too which seven is the truth seeker and it's really all about okay now i'm being authentic and i have to be because i have nothing left so i think it'll it'll be a turnaround year next year but it's just getting through the rest of this year is really tough yeah, wow. I agree. And numerologically, that's supported. But, you know, from an astrological standpoint, I think the same thing is that, you know, sat, the, the, I think the biggest thing from astrology that's con- connecting us all to this stuff that's going on for us is Saturn moving through Scorpio. And, I mean, I already knew as we were looking at that coming up that that was probably going to take a lot of people down uh, into the depths of themselves because Scorpio is a very, very deep and intense sign and it brings us to our core and and if at your core there is something that isn't resonating with your life plan or your destiny then it was bound to change it was bound to have come up to the surface to be let go of or to be healed in some way and that's the problem for most people right now is that that's what's happening it's coming up and and it can be things that have you know dogged you all your life that you just haven't really paid attention to and now you just don't get to have that energy anymore you've got to let it go in order to move forward in other words to evolve it's an evolution of consciousness that's going on and i'm pretty sure that saturn is the one causing it in the background um wherever it shows up in your own chart for example okay so let's back it up what were you saying again yep. about Scorpio? I missed that part about Scorpio for a second. What were you saying about Scorpio? So there's something about us being in Scorpio yeah, right uh, now, or okay? It's it's that I think the reason why we're all being that we're all being faced with our um, our shadows, if you will, and the things that have kept us uh, from being clean and light uh, is because Saturn is in Scorpio. And because it is a sign of depth and of intensity, and, it, you know, in the body, Scorpio is the ruler of the elimination system, you know, because there's a tendency to hold all the guck, the stuff, the grudges, the emotions, the relationships, the jobs, the you name it, long after the, the time for it to have passed out of the body or passed out of your, your uh, realm of influence. And... When Saturn, which is a planet that is uh, very much about coming to the, your truth, right? It's it's sort of the planet that resonates with the law of the universe, really? karma. Uh huh. And when it's moving through a sign like Scorpio, it is kind Ooh. of cleaning out that uh, mm-hmm. call it a colon cleanse, you know, a spiritual colon cleanse that everybody is going That's through. That's an understatement. No matter what. 
Very interesting. Like, I, I want to add a tip on that <laughs> a second, Janet and, and Michelle. Uh, with clients that I've spoken to recently, it's been quite amazing. And people in general that have asked me questions say, Jeff, you're a strategic interventionist, you know, hypnotherapist, et cetera. What is going on? Why do I feel this sense of falling down within myself? Well, Janet, I think you just explained it perfectly. And along those same lines, as I have tried and made my best attempt, and I'm not an astrologer, I'm not a numerologist, but as a clairvoyant, I can see it, and I can close my eyes and visualize, and I said, think about yourself in a pond of water, in a lake, etc., and you're floating on the surface, and all of a sudden you start to sink. And what you're concerned about is getting back to the surface, but you continue to sink. And when you finally get to the bottom, and you're not drowning, but you have a feeling of sense of it, like I'm drowning in my own stuff, so to speak. And you get to the bottom, and there's no other place to go but look up. And what you're saying about what you just said, Janet, kind of eludes that exactly. It's the cleansing of ourselves when you bring yourself to the lowest possible point and you fight it and you try to stop it, but in essence you can't. It's the way it's supposed to be. But you only prolong by trying to attempt to control it. Go to the bottom and allow yourself to look up because that's where all your change is. Then you have a clear vision of what actually is coming about. And that's the way I actually see it. I've actually had dreams on that. Of mm. I felt myself just go right to the bottom and say there's no other place to go but up once you're on the bottom. What can you do? You can't look down anymore. You're already at the bottom. So everybody's fighting not to go down. But in essence, it's really good for you because it's that cleansing, Janet, that you talk about. It is exactly that, and um, it's ongoing. I mean, Saturn does not leave Scorpio until December 23rd of 2014, wow. and really? so we have a yeah. So we have a long-term uh, transit going on of getting us clean, and you know, I guess you could say astrologers and and numerologists have been looking at this coming for years because we know we're in the midst of an evolution of consciousness. Can't we? Cannot go on. Uh, treating each other, treating the world and the planet, the environment, you name it. We can't go on doing the things we've been doing. They're completely unsustainable. And, you know, for the time that Saturn has been in Scorpio, we've also had Pluto in Capricorn. And they've been in a very positive, talk about a mathematical relationship or a geometric relationship. They have been in a sextile to each other for quite the time. And that's a 60-degree relationship, so it's an ease and flow of energy moving back and forth. Pluto rules things like the power to uh, destroy and the power of rebirth. And then it rules structures and form when you're talking about it being in relationship to to, uh, Saturn. So we've got a lot of structures and forms that are unsustainable, that are being exposed, that are actually being destroyed. And all of this began, of course, back in 2008 when the economy took a a nosedive. And then the mortgage companies began getting in trouble. And then banks and the car industry and blah, 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 blah. And all of this going on to, to underscore the unsustainable nature of these things that we've created. And most of them we've created out of fear, greed, Uh, negative energies that we can't hold on to anymore. So we're having to get this all wiped clean. So it's happening from a micro level, like us as individuals, and it's happening from the macro level, those big um, sort of industries that have been built upon sand and uh, are coming down. So that process takes time, and you have to be as an individual willing to go into those depths to um to to wade through that that crap to get to the beauty of who you really are and that's that's the key is that it we have been hiding from ourselves the truth of who we are and we can't go forward with that hiding anymore that's just the plain and simple things of it i wonder how many people if we did a survey um janet and michelle would would agree that they are feeling an awakening that they are feeling, although the, you don't have to have, in a sense, an astrological or a numerological mindset to feel this, because it's energy. And the energy that's happening is amazing. And so many people say, oh, I feel so down today. Michelle, you've been feeling it, but you understand it. You know it. Think about a oh, person. Oh, my goodness. Think oh, about a I person. I've been feeling it to the ninth degree. Oh, my goodness. And I yeah. always ask Janet, 
what's going on? Because, you know, numerologically I know, but, you know, seeing it from a different perspective, it gives me more clarity and more understanding. And, yeah, it's been a really, really tough go for me. And I think the more tuned in you are to the energies, the tougher it is, I think. And, you know, I just... I've been talking with someone today about the same thing and how they're feeling very out of sorts and just really, you know, in kind of a state of crisis. I mean, really it is for a lot of people we're in a spiritual crisis right now. And, you know, I just went through this a couple of years ago and I thought it was a spiritual crisis. But I think that this one is even more intense and more stripping. And, And like Janet said, we're kind of being stripped clean getting ready for that next year, which is all about authenticity, because we really can't be authentic until we are stripped clean. And I think the financial crisis was the beginning of that. You know, and and I think because as a society we had so much wrapped up in our materialistic things where we hid behind it, you know, our job and who we were and our roles, you know, career-wise and what we had as a house and car and money and what we had in the bank. And, you know, we hid behind all of that, and that was our identity. But when that's all gone, what do we have? We have ourselves and who we, what we have to offer to the world that doesn't have to do with money. So I think, this, you know, it's a huge and pivotal part of this uh, stripping clean is, is just realizing what do we have to offer the world that doesn't involve money and, uh, you know, materialistic things. So it's a huge transition for a lot of people to be able to to step back and say, I have something to offer, but it it doesn't really have anything to do with giving or receiving money necessarily. That's secondary. So I think Uh that that's a big part of it. And, um, yeah, so I've been going through it. I know many people who have, and I'm I'm grateful to be able to hear their stories too because it's kind of comforting to know that I'm not the only one, but it's, it's the most intense energy I have felt. And I've done it once before. You know, two years ago I sold everything and, and literally said, oh, my goodness, what did I do? And so I went across Canada with nothing and <laughs> to do the Give Joy Now project. And and I thought at that time it was a spiritual crisis, but this is nothing like I've ever felt before. I mean, this is huge. This is really stripping clean. This is like... Yep. Bare bones, stripping clean. So it's well, huge. Well, and, and see, you're you're a Capricorn, and your ruling planet is Saturn. So of mm. course you're being hit with this even deeper. And um, it's just because I know your chart, you have an Aries rising sign, and Aries is playing host to Uranus right now, and that means you're going through some other stuff, right? You're you're even digging deeper in a can I even get away with this a deeper way than other people because. Uh, of the nature of the twelfth house, where where Uranus is sitting for you right now, and uh, you know Uranus is trying to free you, but in order to be freed, sometimes the stuff from the from the underbelly has to be exposed. Otherwise, you have no idea that you've been living chained to something, um, or been living in um, a sort of shell of yourself instead of the authentic self that you are. So, it really has a purpose and. And uh, I know it's been difficult. I know. And I feel, you know, I'm I'm an empath on top of everything else that I do. Um, and so I often am picking up the energies of everybody else's anxieties. And I knew coming into the, uh, uh, the spring that things were going to bust open. And sure enough, I mean, I even almost went down with all the things that were going on. So even knowing what you're going through sometimes or knowing what's coming doesn't save you if there's some inauthentic part of you that needs to be cleared it's coming up to be cleared and the best advice i can give people is to just allow it to happen don't sit in judgment of yourself don't sit in judgment of anybody else just allow this to happen and sort of embrace all those parts of you uh the parts you like and the parts you don't like because it is all you and uh that way you don't have to keep rejecting something or pushing it away. You can just sort of let it organically sort of dissipate if it's something that you don't really want to experience anymore by um, acknowledging it, by recognizing that it has been a part of your experience and it's okay. And uh, it can choose to, you can choose to just let it move on. You don't have to hold on to any of that old uh, feelings or the, you know, the past is the past which is why we don't breathe in the past. We breathe in the present. And uh, so it's a process of letting go and then connecting to the authentic part of who you are. 
your yeah. authentic self. That's why I like authentic you, this whole media thing that you've created, because it's authentic, right? It's about being authentic. Real well, I deal. think that's what the whole thing has been happening with, the, you know, starting in 2011 was that shift toward authenticity, and it's been a hard mm-hmm. road. I mean, it definitely has been up until now. It's been just a roller coaster ride for so many people. It's just been so harsh, yeah. and I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to next year where you can just say, you know what, take me as I am, because I think that's really where we're all getting to is that, you know what, I, I have nothing to hide anymore. I can't hide behind anything. Take me as I am. And I, you know, I can admit I'm still hanging on to a couple of pieces, and I'm just having a really hard time letting go. But I'm okay with it. You know, I'm okay with the fact that I have this network and I'm supposed to be authentic and, you know, all that stuff. But I'm having a hard time letting go of a couple pieces. And as much as I'm transparent and as much as I can be and I let the world know, you know, what's going on with me and I have nothing really to hide, there there are a couple pieces that I'm having a hard time letting go of. And I think that's where mm-hmm. my my blocks are. So, mm-hmm. you know, the energy is really forcing me out. I feel like I'm being forced out. I feel like I'm... There's a pimple that's being popped, and and, uh, that's that's kind of the expression that I can use because I feel like somebody's popping my pimple, and and I feel like I'm just being pushed out, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's not comfortable. Get off my pimple. No, it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a way to put it. But, Michelle, doesn't it actually relate to that, that feeling of of sinking, that feeling of no control, you're lacking control in a certain area? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah, like a, a, lot of, a lot of the time, yeah. Exactly. You're feeling that, that everything else in the universe is in control except for you, when in reality, mm-hmm. when you let it go, as Janet says, you will find out that who you are and who you are meant to be in your soulful, spiritual self is at peace with everything. And that's the letting yeah, go you know, that don't get. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what I saw today when I, I asked, I actually asked the angels for help because I, I'm really connected to the angelic realm and and um, sometimes when I'm really stuck, because I'm so practical being the Capricorn that I am, I forget to ask for help. And so I uh, I said today, you know, can you please just help me through this rough time? I feel like I'm I'm in a washing machine and I just don't know which way is up. And I looked at the clock and um, that was in the morning, early morning. I'm kind of a a weird um, get up with the hens and go to bed at different times. So I'm not really a sleeper, but it was 444 when I asked for help. And it was interesting ah. to see that. So, mm-hmm. so definitely, yeah. I mean, that's the angelic number. So seeing 444 at the time when you're asking for angelic help is really a sign. So definitely it's all about surrender right now, I think. There's a big, huge push for just letting go and saying, okay, I surrender, this is me, take me as I am. So, again, it moves back to that authenticity movement, I think. It's huge. It's going to be the hugest buzzword next year. I just feel like everyone's going to be talking about being authentic. It started in 2011, and we kind of pushed it aside in 2012, but I think it's back with raging fury in, in the fall and into 2014. It's all about authenticity, so I can't wait. I'm trying to get there, and I, in all honesty, you know, I'm, I'm the most honest person in that. You know, I can say I'm not there, but I'm almost there, and so it's a journey, and it's a huge one. So pat yourself on the back if you're even point. halfway there. Yeah. yeah, it is a journey. It isn't something that happens all at once. You didn't, you didn't get developed into uh, the person you are now all at once, right? That came over time, and and that's all that's happening now is this over time. Um, the authentic you emerging uh, from from the field of all of these things that you've covered up uh, for yourself, and you know it's not just us. You know, uh, you know, a lot of native cultures recognize the um, seven generations of people whose energy you're carrying. You know, in, in, as your ancestral uh, lines. And so we have the opportunity, and in fact, I believe we've taken it on, is the um, the energy of the ancestral lines and all the things that have happened uh, that were not in support of the truth. And so, you know, pat yourself on the back no matter how you're getting through it because you took taken on a job at a time when things were going to be really interesting on this planet and everybody is doing just fine. <laughs> 
just fine, no matter what it looks like. Just the way you are. doing just fine. Just the way yeah. you are. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you know, I feel like everything's okay. It's just, um, it's a battle, you know. It's a, it's a battle to really kind of be truthful with yourself and say, okay, well, mm-hmm. I guess it's because of the platform that I have and the things that, I, you know, that I've built and uh, to have a contrast behind the scenes is just, it's really tough to, to um, merge the two, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. Yeah, it is because, you know, I, I know when you're in business, um, you should see people's faces when they ask me what I do, and I tell them I'm an astrologer. Oh, so you mm-hmm. have a telescope and you look up at the stars. I'm like, no, but I do have a telescope <laughs> and I do look at the stars, but that's that's not my role. And people are really very interested in the fact that I have this out-of-the-box sort of, of um, thing that I do. And um, I think more and more people are coming to accept that there is so much more going on than what we've given ourselves the permission to see or what we've given our pers- ourselves the permission to be a part of. And, um, I mean, you can see the world has changed. It's changed and it's changing. And so are we. It's like we're we're in, you know, the, the movie, The Transformers, where we, we're kind of morphing into um, the truth of who we are. And that means having to let go of a lot of the shadows and, and the unbeliefs that we've held about ourselves, the untruths. And um, at this okay, point so in time, I would love it if we could teach our kids all about this stuff, right? Teach well, our I don't kids. think we need to, actually. You know what, Janet? I've seen this so much, especially numerologically. I mean, all these kids coming in with the double twos, they really speak truth. You know, sometimes they'll come across as almost being rude uh, to some people because they just speak truth. They really say it like it is, and they, they're living very authentically. So I think these kids uh, being born 2,000 and later are really living that truth, and they're teaching us a lot about how to live that truth. So it's really great to see. But I want to know, I mean, before we wrap this up, because we only have about three and a half minutes, but I want your forecast, Janet, for the next couple of years. Where do you see us being? I mean, you see us evolving into this authenticity and just really standing in our, in our truth and all that. But can you kind of just lay it out for us and then give us your contact info at the end? Sure thing. I see that um, I was really thinking about this this morning because, you know, right now, you know, the world is looking a little scary with things going on in Syria and all this kind of stuff. It almost feels like, you know, we're heading for a big boom. And But in the background is this idea of us coming to – uh, to be the co-creators of our reality, to really owning that. We are are the ones who um, really drive what happens to us next, that we're never the victim, that we're letting go of that victim-savior sort of paradigm and uh, moving on to a new paradigm. Astrologically, I think 2014 will be a much easier year, although, I mean, it's always there's always challenges, there's always eclipse patterns, but some of the most... Um, Strong patterns that we've had this year will be passed out of of the the realm of influence for us. And yet, you know, in the background, there's still some real energies of change all the way through 2017. And um, at that point, then I think the tale will really be told about who we are and what we've come to be and who we identify ourselves with. And um, it, it's I don't I don't know what else to say because it's just so. <laughs> so interesting to watch. Every day there's something else that makes me go, oh my goodness. I'm sure. Well, let everybody know, yeah. honey, I actually I can read it real quick if you like you and I get it. I'm, I'm happy to do this. I'd like everybody to know that you can also, tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, listen to Janet. She has got a phenomenal show coming up. As well as that, you can reach her as well to do readings and events as, and she can speak at your event. But please email her at JanetHickox at Hotmail.com also go to our website at www.mymystic, excuse me, mysticmoonastrology.com. <laughs> also her blog at www.mysticmoonastrology.wordpress.com. Janet, thank you so very, very much for being on with Interviews with Authentic You with Michelle and myself. Michelle, the celebrity numerologist. Myself, Jeffrey Miller, and also known as The Interventionist. Uh, we, each three of us, are professionals in what we do, and people look at us and say, you're a what? So I understand that, Janet, as does Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, so ladies thank and gentlemen, you so much thank for you so much. We got a, we've got just barely a minute left, and uh, Michelle, go ahead and uh, make sure you get your information in there for contact as well. Sure. You can reach me at michelleherbeau.com, so it's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-A-R-B-E-A-U.com. So if you want to book a session or if you'd like to get in touch with me about anything numbers-related, please do so. But I want to encourage everyone to tune into Janet's show today because it is always off the hook. She always gives incredible information about what's going on with the planet, and also she gives out uh, mini readings on air. So if you want to call in and get your, yourself a reading, do so, because it's um, not to be missed. This is a good one. Tonight's about awesome. destiny. i got about oh, well, 10 seconds, go. and we're going to wrap it up, and I want to thank everybody thank you, again. Thank you, Janet. Thank you. Janet, thank you so much. God bless everybody, and we'll see you tonight and again next week. Bye, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.